Hey there. I just had to jump in and record this episode because I know someone out there needs to hear this today. So if you are not getting the sales that you want, or if you're not getting any sales, this episode is for you. We're going to talk about why that's happening to you and how you can fix it. And I promise you, Spend a few minutes with me today and you are going to leave feeling a whole lot better. So let's just do it. I'm going to jump into the episode. I'll see you there. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Hey there, welcome back. So I think we can almost all agree that the hardest thing for us about owning an e-com store, owning our e-commerce businesses, is really at the beginning. It's figuring out what is going to work that will really get you sales. What is it you can do to get sales? And I think that's probably the hardest thing in all my years of uh, building my own businesses, but also helping others. That seems to take the time, then it's the most, you know, the most difficult thing. But the second hardest thing about all of this is managing your emotions, right? It's managing your emotions. You're on top of the world. You you can't do anything right. It's, you know, it's a feast or famine. And when you don't get sales or when you don't get enough sales, it's super hard to stay positive about your business it's demotivating. You know, when you have less success, you have less enthusiasm, and it actually makes you afraid to try things. You really are hesitant to pour any more time or energy or money into your business. And the opposite happens when you start making progress and you have more success. When you start piling up little wins, one on top of the other, you start feeling super motivated and you can't wait to get up the next day and try some more. And so really when we're at this this stage of business, the, the real trick is to stay in that motivated frame of mind, to really manage our motivate or manage our emotions so that we don't get to the place where we are uh, demotivated. We just can't seem to, you know, get up and get to work. And so here's what I see mostly when people come to us in the inner circle, when they come to me, they've usually got a store and they've spent some time and some money getting that uh, online store ready. They've done some tweaking. They are uh, very focused on making it look really good. That feels good to them. And time and time again, I see people open the doors to their store. They launch it. They make it live. And that's actually a letdown. That doesn't, that's a bit shocking to most people when they turn their store on live that they actually get few sales or no sales. And, and that's the stage, like not the excited stage while you're building your store. It's when you launch your store. That's when the uncertainty starts to creep in and starts to make you pretty uncomfortable about this business you've got. Because here's the thing. Up until that point, you've been able to figure it out mostly, uh, mostly on your own, or you've been able to hire someone to get you the result that you wanted. 
And so for building a store, for for people who want to get their store set up and get ready to go with e-commerce, there's instructions. There's lots of instructions and it's a step-by-step process. And because you're someone who's got some grit, because you're doing this, so after all, I know that you're not a lightweight, you've got some grit. So you buckle down and you do the work to get it, to make it happen, or you do the things you have to do to make sure that you get the result that you want. And there's a path, like a super clear path for you to follow to do that. Now, the problem starts, of course, once you get past that point where you're like, okay, (laughs) I've made my store live, now what? And that's where there really isn't. There really isn't a handbook. There really isn't step-by-step instructions. Now, there are lots of people that will tell you what to do in really kind of an anecdotal way. You know, if you're in a Facebook group or if you're watching a YouTube video, there are lots of people that can give you some instruction that way. And of course, there are lots of courses, lots of programs that you can buy. But having said that, I think it's all really murky at best. It's really, um, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard to uh, take, take the action and uh, find the results, know if the results are any good, and then keep going even when you feel like you're not getting results. And so I see this happen a lot. You try a bunch of things. And when you're not getting a lot of sales, you start questioning. You really start questioning, you know, your sanity. But 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 really where it starts is most people think there's something wrong with their website. So that they, they want everyone to look at their website and tell them what's wrong. There's got to be something wrong with this website because I'm not getting the sales I want. And if it's not the website, then they think it's their pricing that, you know, is it the right price? Is there enough value there? Or are they just simply the wrong products? And, you know, this is the conversation that most of us have in our heads when we're not getting the sales that we want. And it even uh, goes to uh, the place where nobody should go, which is questioning your ability to do it. Maybe you're just not cut out for this. You just aren't good at this. Whatever story you're telling yourself, I see this time and time again. And it's really kind of a vicious cycle. You know, you'll try a few things. It might work or it might not work, but you can't seem to get that traction you want to get those reliable sales that you really envisioned when you started this business. And and what happens when people go along for however long their tolerance for it is, they really become less and less motivated and start uh, start thinking that they need to give up. And what I see in most cases is that they give up before they should. They've given up too soon. And so if this is you, if I've described uh, what's happening with you and how you might feel about your business, and you're actually not getting enough sales or you're not getting any sales, what I want you to do and what I want you to know more than anything else is I want you to stop questioning all those things. Stop stop wondering if your website is good enough. Start worrying about or stop worrying about your pricing or your products. Stop tweaking your stuff. Stop asking people who aren't your clients and stop tweaking your stuff. And tell yourself, free shipping isn't going to change everything. In fact, it's probably not going to change anything. So stop doing all that questioning and tweaking. Because really, there's one question that you need to ask yourself. 
before uh, before you before you even proceed. And and if you asked me what you should do before you even get your website set up, I would say uh, ask yourself this. And it's a super simple question. It's do you have proof of concept? Do you have proof of concept? And what I mean by that is, have you sold this product to anyone other than like your mom or your sister or your best friend? Like, have you sold it to a stranger um, in its current, uh, you know, the way it looks currently? And it doesn't have to be online, but has anyone given you money for this product? That's what we need to know. So you could have sold it on Amazon. You could have sold it on Etsy or eBay. You could have sold it in in in-person shows. You could have started just something small and sold it, uh, you know, on Facebook. And before you know it, you've got a lineup of people. All of that is proof of concept. And if you are in the e-commerce business and you don't have that proof of concept, you need to get it before you even think about anything else. And there are lots of ways to get it. I mean, for sure, you can go on one of the marketplaces, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, even probably Facebook Marketplace. Uh, you could set up a table in person. There are so many ways to get proof of concept. Now, the way I got proof of concept at SockDoggo was I partnered up with a business uh, owner, Mark, uh, Mark Rusin, who's uh, in the inner circle. He had the audience. He already had the audience. Uh, that I needed to expose my product to. And so I partnered up with him to get my proof of concept to know if there really were enough people to buy socks with dogs on them. And if you want to see how I did that, because it's totally a viable, um, viable way to get proof of concept, you're really just trying to find the people and see if they'll buy the product. Um, you can see that on uh, the Social Sales Girls website on the Roadmap to 50K page. And uh, the article is called Proof of Concept Event. You know, how, how genius is that? <laughs> so go have a look at that because that will help you uh, see if there's, if all other things fail, how you can get proof of concept. You don't have to sell a ton, but you have to sell some to people that are not your best friends and at the price you'd like to sell it online. But here's the good news. For those of you that already have proof of concept, and there are so many of you that do, what I'm going to tell you and how I want you to look at this next step of how do I figure out how to sell this product online, that's just a problem to be solved. I want you to think about that as a problem that you have to solve. You know you have proof of concept. And so you know that there are people out there that are willing to buy your product. And so the problem you have to solve is how do I find them? How do I get them to my site? And how do I get them to click the buy button? And you can solve this problem one step at a time. It's just a matter of breaking it down into small actions and uh, baby stepping your way through through this problem solving exercise. And so what I want you to do before you start that though, two things. If you've got proof of concept, what I want you to do is I want you to flip your thinking on what success looks like at this stage, because we all think every single one of us who's an e-commerce store owner thinks that success is sales. We, it's like the same word for us. We don't think that uh, anything should have to come before sales. We should open up the doors, 
you know, stand out in the balcony, yell ta-da, and people should run with their credit cards. And, you know, that's, it's just not even realistic. But we have been conditioned to think that we should start selling right away. It shouldn't be a, a problem to sell our products. So I want you to flip your thinking on that. And I want you to realize that there are different, uh, different ways to measure success until you get to the point where you start seeing regular conversion. And conversion really is just somebody looking at your product and going through the whole process until they actually place the order. That's conversion. And I, that's number one is flip your thinking on success so that you can manage your emotions. Second thing is I want you to understand this one thing. And this is the best news ever. And it's this. I want you to understand that conversion, which is getting sales, is just a numbers game. If you have proof of concept, it's really just a numbers game, right? That's so good because then it's not your fault. I mean, there are things that you can do to uh, make the numbers go in your favor more, but it's really a numbers game. And so you can be guided by those numbers. Now, <clears throat> when I talk about this, I talk about three key metrics, three key metrics that affect your conversion and affect your conversion rate. And I'm sharing it with you today. I feel like it's important because there are steps you can take. There are things you can do to control these metrics so that you can actually get more sales. And so what I think you should do here, if you're not walking or driving, is you should write down these three key metrics. I want to tell you what they are and I think, I promise you, in fact, if you start tracking these three metrics every week, like get up Monday morning and track the week before, you're going to start to feel better and you're going to start to see success. I promise you. Just set up a spreadsheet and just get up Monday morning and make that part of your routine while you're having coffee. So here are the metrics. So the first metric is traffic. It's sessions. It's people coming to visit your website. That's the very first thing. That's where everything starts in e-commerce. So the first key metric is traffic. Now, the second one is the conversion rate. And what your conversion rate is really is just the percentage of your traffic that actually purchases. So your conversion rate is the percentage. It's a percentage of people who actually buy. And then the third key metric that is really important is your average order value. And so average order value, it's often, you'll see it as AOV. Average order value is just the average size of the order. So is it $30, is it $70, is it $120, or is it $9.87? What is the average value of the orders that you get? And I want to talk to you about what success looks like uh, with uh, those metrics and, and a little bit about why. And so the first thing is traffic. What does success look like with traffic? And, and what I know is that, <laughs> that people haven't got really, nobody gives them the first clue about how much traffic you really need to uh, start getting the sales that you want. And in fact, you need, we say in our inner circle, in our traffic bootcamp program, 
that your goal is to get 3,000 web visitors a month. And it's really not unusual for new stores that have just opened and don't have a plan to drive traffic to their site. It would not be unusual for them to get like under a thousand web visitors a month, like be way off the way off the mark. And the reason that getting at least 3000 web visitors a month is important is because conversion rates on average for those of us in e-commerce are one to 2%. And so for every uh, hundred people you get, if your conversion rate is 1%, you'd get one order. If it's 2%, you'd get two. And this is like a hundred of the right people. And you've done some work to find your audience. And so really when I tell you that you need 3000 web visitors a month, I'm really thinking that you need 3000 web visitors a month to get one sale a day. And if you think about it, like if you have a 1% conversion rate and you get 3000 web visitors, you should get about a sale a day, about 30 sales. If you have a 2% conversion rate and you have 3000 visitors, you should get around 60 sales a day. But the other sad fact is that for most stores, when they are new or they really haven't found their people yet, your conversion rate is very often less than uh, 1%. You know, it's not unusual to see like a half a percent. And so if that's you and you do get 3,000 web visitors to your site every month, you're really looking at, if you have a half a percent, 0.5 conversion rate, 15 sales a month. And so what you just need to know is that that's important. Like as long as you're only getting maybe 30 or 40 web visitors a day, you're not, you're never, it won't matter what you do. It won't matter how perfect your website is. It won't matter if you have the greatest product ever, you're just not getting enough eyeballs on it. And so what I want you to do is aim for 3000 web visitors a month and expect that your conversion rate is gonna go down. Expect because you're gonna send new people who don't know you to your site, but that's okay. You have to solve that traffic problem before you can solve the conversion program. Now in our program in the Inner Circle, and we have this freestanding program called Traffic Bootcamp, we teach people how to send more traffic uh, using ads on Facebook and Instagram and Google, actually. Um, but what I want you to know is uh, just so that you don't feel like a failure again, is I want you to expect that you're going to have to use a combination of ads, like what we call paid traffic, because they're people that have come to our site from us, you know, setting up ads and paying for them. So it'll be a combination of paid traffic and organic traffic. And it could be that you'll have to send more paid traffic then you get organic traffic to get your numbers up to 3000. And none of that is unusual. And none of that means that you're doing it wrong. So I just want you to remember your first metric is traffic and success looks like 3000 web visitors a month. Now the second metric that I want you to track is average order value. You'll often see it as AOV. And so I want you to track that every week. Pay attention to that and think about ways that you could increase your average order value. 
you know, in the next few episodes, I'm going to go a little deeper on this. And I have an episode all about increasing your average order value. But I want you to just track it week after week. See what it is. Think about what you have done to get it there and what you could do potentially to um, get your average order value to uh, go up a couple of dollars. See what you can do. I mean, it could be as simple is taking your top selling few items and making them a dollar more. That'll get your average order value up. But I want you to focus on that metric because that's a metric you can control. So every Monday on your spreadsheet, put in your average order value. And so what does success look like with that? So success with your average order value means that you're maintaining it. So you're not trying to grow your store by discounting everything. You want to maintain your average order value or better yet, grow it, make it climb up a little bit. And I would say to you, just for long-term success, if your average order value is well below $30, I want you to think about how you could get it up to $30 and beyond because you'll be more profitable in the long term, if you have a higher average order value. So that's the second key metric, average order value. Last one is your conversion rate. And so your conversion rate is simply the percentage of people, uh, like the whole pool of people that visit your site, what percentage actually makes a purchase. And so here's the reality, and here's what we're gonna talk about with success again is that uh, the reality for most people who are relatively new or were kind of struggling, haven't found their people yet, um, is that their conversion rate is less than 1%. That's totally normal. It doesn't mean that you're a loser. It's really, really normal. The other thing I see time and time again is people who sell jewelry or people who sell uh, higher priced items, like higher ticket items over $100, those items. Generally, those stores also have a less lower than 1% conversion rate. So again, that's totally normal. What I want you to do with your conversion rate is track it every week, every Monday. That'll be the third column on your spreadsheet. And I want you to pay attention to your conversion rate. And I want you to know that success looks like a conversion rate of 1% to 2%. But when we talk about these metrics that we can control to get more sales, uh, the easiest one to control is average order value. Then the next easiest one is traffic and the conversion rate is actually the hardest. But I am going to give you my top three tips in the next episode next week for improving your conversion rate. So what I want you to do for now is just set up a way to track it but I want you to listen in next week and get those tips for how to can, you know, how to increase it. Now let's circle back for a minute until and talk about how you feel again, because what I want you to uh, understand if you walk away with nothing else from this episode is that please understand that at this stage of the game, the best thing you can do for yourself is to be a problem solver. Just look at this like another problem. Like you're smart. You figured out how to get here. You've solved lots and lots of problems in your, uh, in your lifetime. This is just another problem to solve. It's not unlike lots of other problems you've solved. You're going to get a process and work your way through the steps. 
And so what I want you to do is understand what's normal. And we've gone through that with our traffic, with our average order value, and with our conversion rate. I want you to track and measure. So every Monday morning, just put those three key metrics on a spreadsheet. Now, those metrics can be found if you're on Shopify, super simple to find all three of them on your dashboard. You know, when you go to analytics, it's all right there. Just filter your dates for the week. If you're not on Shopify and you don't have access to those metrics, you can find them in Google Analytics. You'll just go to Google Analytics. You'll go to uh, audience overview and you'll get your traffic for the week. You'll go to uh, e-commerce and you'll go to uh, overview and you'll be able to see your average order value and your conversion rate for the week. And so you'll be able to find that there. But whatever you do, just track those three metrics, pay attention to what's happening those weeks. What are you doing to get those results? Because we control our results. So what are you doing to get those results? Pay attention to what might connect, like what action you might be able to connect to moving your numbers. And as you go forward, create a plan to do more of that. Now, in the upcoming weeks, I'm going to share a little bit more about how you can move those numbers, but I promise you, if you take the focus off changing the color of a button on your website or whatever it is you're doing currently, I promise you, start tracking this uh, these metrics and you will feel better and you will be more in control of your results. So that's it, gang. I hope this was helpful for you. Do yourself a favor, set yourself up a little spreadsheet and start tracking those metrics. You're going to feel so much better. I promise. We'll see you next week. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices, because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.